Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Friends, Father Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to Praying for America here on Right Side Broadcasting Network and on endabortion.tv from Priests for Life. We are glad to have you with us. We are going to continue today to celebrate Easter, to celebrate the resurrection. I want to read from one of the resurrection accounts in Scripture. We'll pray. And then I just have some thoughts with, uh, to share with you about some of our developments in, um, in the news and, and issues relating to the elections, the midterm elections, so crucially important. And we want to gear ourselves up for tomorrow night. Friday, April 29th, guess who's having a rally? The man whose photo is right over my shoulder here. So President Donald Trump is going to be in Nebraska, as I'm sure you know, if you follow these uh, broadcasts and you follow this network, he is going to Nebraska and he is going to have another one of his rallies. Of course, the primary is coming up very soon. If you notice, the various states where he's been speaking at these rallies, it's just a matter of days before their primary election day. The primary election day varying from state to state. And very often when he's at these rallies and preparing for primary day and the candidates that he's endorsing in those states for those primaries, the early voting, if the state has early voting, is usually already underway. So this is part of what is shaping these rallies and why he's having them and why he's having them in particular places. But we'll talk more about that in just a moment. Let's go first and foremost to the Word of God. And I want to go to John chapter 20 and start in verse 11. But Mary stayed outside the tomb weeping. And as she wept, she bent over into the tomb and saw two angels in white sitting there, one at the head and one at the feet where the body of Jesus had been. And they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken my Lord, and I don't know where they laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus there, though she did not know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? She thought it was the gardener and said to him, Sir, if you carried him away, tell me where you laid him, and I will take him. Jesus said to her, Mary... She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Stop holding on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go to my brothers and tell them, I am going to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary of Magdala went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord and what he told her. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we rejoice in your resurrection. We no longer seek the living among the dead, for you are the God of life, you are alive, and we no longer consider death 
to be the end of the human story, the end of the human journey, by no means. You have created us that we might have life and have it more abundantly. You came to redeem us that we might have life and have it to the full. Lord Jesus, this is the season of life. This is the great celebration of the conquering of death. Isaiah the prophet foretold that you would remove the veil that veils all peoples, the web that is woven over all nations, that you would destroy death forever. And Lord Jesus, you did so. Because when you walked out of that grave and left those burial cloths behind, you left behind, trampled in the dirt, the death of every human being. No longer has, does it have the final say. No longer is it the period at the end of the last sentence of the human story. No, at that last sentence, we see the word life. We see the word resurrection. Thanks to your resurrection. Lord, we continue to celebrate this great victory. May it permeate everything we think, say, and do. And may it permeate our efforts to make America great again. Because, Lord, an aspect of the greatness of America is precisely our faith in you and the fact that we affirm life. The life of the born and the unborn. The life that no one has a right to take. The life that everything in our politics should be promoting and enhancing and protecting and never degrading or enslaving or tyrannizing. Lord, it is life that defines the greatness of America. It is how a government treats the most defenseless, the tiniest, the most helpless, that defines our greatness. Help us, Lord. Help us at this moment and at every moment in our history to make this nation great and keep it great by keeping it on the path of faith, of freedom, of life. We pray to you, the living God, the only Savior, the Lord, forever and ever. Amen. You saw there in that passage how Mary didn't recognize Jesus. The disciples that afternoon walking on the road to Emmaus, when Jesus began walking with them, they didn't recognize him either. Could it be just the grief, the power of the the tears, uh, having one's face cast down to the ground, not really a combination of not looking at him and not expecting, certainly not expecting to see the risen Jesus. On top of that, of course, whatever transformation, the resurrection made in his body, certainly there was a transformation. And at the same time, perhaps, by the will of Jesus himself, that they should not immediately recognize him, but rather recognize him through his words. In this case, it was speaking her name, Mary. In the case of the disciples on the road, through his words, their hearts were burning, and then it was the action of the breaking of the bread that caused them finally to see that this was Jesus. We we are often in the presence of Jesus and not recognizing him 
Maybe we're putting too much importance on our own concerns, on our own worries, on our own grief. Don't let that blind you, brothers and sisters, to the presence of the Lord in every circumstance. Happy or sad, during light, during darkness, He is there. He is here. He is with us. Let's rejoice in that. So, let's talk about the primaries. The elections of 2022. Now, March the 1st, Texas started off with its primary. They got the primary season going nice and early. There haven't been primaries in April, although early voting has begun in a number of of states for the primaries. So let me go through with you in chronological order some of the upcoming primaries. Now, we have a website. Of course, our main election website is ProLifeVote.com. But we have a website called State Election Calendar stateelectioncalendar.org. You can go there and see exactly what I'm about to share with you. And you can sort it on in different categories. I'm going to go through three categories here. The date of the state primary, the date when the voter registration for the primary election closes, the deadline for voter registration, and then when early voting begins for the primary, if in fact that state has early voting. So you see we have two sets of dates when we talk about the 2022 midterms. We've got the primary dates that vary for each state, and then we've got the general election coming up November 8th. Then the other sets of dates, voter registration. So voter registration has a deadline for the primaries then you could still register to vote for the general up until whenever that deadline is in your state. So those are two different dates for voter registration deadlines. Then if there's early voting in your state, again, you have two different sets of dates. When does early voting begin? When does it end for the primaries? And then when does it begin? When does it end for the general? So this is a lot of information. And the fact that it differs from state to state, which is simply a function of the fact that each state has its own government, means that we have to have some kind of reference point. And that's why we've put together stateelectioncalendar.org. Go to it, see the information, takes a little bit of time to focus on it, look at the charts and see the dates. All right. And this is helpful not only for you in whatever state you live in, but also, of course, for you to start alerting others in other states, people you may know. And maybe they're people that you don't know, but if you put this information on your social media, people in those other states can see it. So let's utilize these tools to let the people know in a particular state about their primary and not to miss voting. Because this, of course, is how we get the best people onto the ballot for consideration in November in the general election. So May the 3rd, it's coming up in just a few days. May the 3rd is the primary election day in Ohio and Indiana. Ohio and Indiana, May the 3rd. Now, let's look at some of these other dates. The voter registration deadline for the primary has already passed in those two states. It was April 4th. But early voting in both of those states began already April 5th. 
So voting is going on already. And uh, that's Ohio and Indiana. Get out and vote in the primary. Alert others. Get to know the candidates. Important, important elections taking place here. And um, uh, and this is why, of course, we saw President Trump in Ohio just recently. Again, it's being driven by these primary elections. Then a week later, the state of Nebraska. And again, that's why President Trump is going to Nebraska tomorrow night for the rally. Nebraska, the primary is May the 10th. And also on that very same day, West Virginia. Voter registration deadline already passed in Nebraska. And that was April 22nd and in uh, West Virginia already as well. It was April 19th. But early voting also has begun in both of those states. In Nebraska, it started on April 10th. In West Virginia, it just started uh, yesterday, early voting. So uh, those are all underway. Now, this is all going to start snowballing really fast. It's going to be very difficult to be keeping up on all of this uh, before too, too very long. So get familiar with these resources. Uh, as I say, stateelectioncalendar.org or our bigger website for all things relating to the election, prolifevote.com. Going further, Pennsylvania. Now, we know you know President Trump has another rally coming up, and sure enough, it's in Pennsylvania. Again, the primary dates are driving this, and that's going to be on May the 6th. That'll be uh, a week from tomorrow. And on Friday night, May 6th, it'll be in Pennsylvania because Pennsylvania has its primary on May 17th. A few other states do as well. And those states are North Carolina, Kentucky, and Idaho, May the 17th. Now, what about voter registration deadlines? Pennsylvania, it's coming up. It's not here yet, but it's coming up. May 2nd. So it's only a few more days that you can register voters in Pennsylvania. That's for the primary election. Now, you can keep registering them also for the uh, general election, but let's get busy. Remember the website also that we set up, checkyourvoterregistration.com. Make sure that your voter registration is up to date. If you're already registered or think that you are, make sure that you check it out and urge others in your sphere of influence to do the same. Check your voter registration com goes to the National Association of Secretaries of State. Beautiful, simple little form there that you can fill out and make sure that your voter registration is up to date for the district in which you're going to vote. That's crucial. And uh, sometimes people are moving and, you know, with all the other things they have to think about when they move, they may be forgetting to get their voter registration up to date. So check your voter registration.com. So we've got uh, voter registration about to close for the primaries in Pennsylvania. And Pennsylvania doesn't have early voting. So there's no early voting going on uh, for this uh, primary. Same thing is true of Oregon, the state of Oregon. There's no early voting there. Uh, and their primary is on the 17th uh, as well. And their voter registration deadline just passed the other day, uh, April 26th. Uh, North Carolina. Uh, let's see. We uh, said that, okay, the early voting started yesterday. Uh, voter registration is open until the 14th of May. Kentucky. Kentucky voter registration deadline passed and there's no early voting. So the, all the focus is on the uh, 
uh, May 17th primary. And again, May 17th in Idaho, uh, voter registration is closed for the primaries. Uh, early voting begins in a few days on May the 3rd. Finally, in May, two more states have primaries, and that's the week after. Uh, so Mar- May the 24th is the primary in the great state of Georgia, where the president already was. And uh, we have, of course, Herschel Walker there, very important uh, race, and um, many others running there that it's important to know about. May 24th is the Georgia primary, as well as in Alabama. And we're going to have, let's see, the uh, voter registration is always, or deadline is already passed in Georgia for the primary, but we still have a, a little bit of time for Alabama. Uh, May the 9th is the voter registration deadline for Alabama. There's no early voting in Alabama, but early voting begins in Georgia uh, May the 2nd. So again, stateelectioncalendar.org. Be tuned into this info, my friends. It's, this is important info. Aside from, of course, the information about the candidates themselves, it is so important to have the information about uh, these dates. These are critically important dates. We need to know about them and let others know about them too. So let's get ready for a great rally for tomorrow night with the president. And uh, we'll be encouraged by what he says. Take note of his endorsements and pass that information along as well. Who are the people President Trump is endorsing? You know, <laughs> critics will always try to read into the uh, the motives uh, that he has for endorsing people, but we can look at the results. Uh, they win when he endorses people. They rise in the polls. They win. That tells you something about the ongoing leadership influence in politics in America that President Trump has. Uh, And they get results. These are people who are going to put America first, and they're going to get results, just like he gets results. You know, a lot of people, it's amazing. I was at a a seminar recently about uh, draining the swamp, and, you know, it's amazing what was said. Think about this for a moment. We'll delve into this in more detail in another program, too that there are people in government office who the way they think is the last thing they want is results. They're in their particular office for the purpose of pushing things down, pushing the ball down the court to others, not to the goal line, but to pushing things off to others until it doesn't get done. This is, a, this is, to me, I mean, this is just outright sinful. I mean, it's just so wrong when we waste uh, uh, a time, opportunity, positions that God gives us that could be positions of influence, and we get in there and we don't want to see results. We don't want to actually get things done. But that's why a lot of times government doesn't get things done because you've got do-nothing bureaucrats in there. It's really bad. And of course, besides do nothing, Democrat, uh, uh, do nothing. Yeah, well, I should say Democrats. All right. A lot of them. That's a lot of the problem in the Democrat Party. But do nothing bureaucrats who are in there uh, sometimes motivated by the fact that they're an internal opposition to we saw this, of course, in the Trump administration, an internal opposition to what the president 
and his agenda were and what, what direction he was going. And also sometimes not just passive opposition. Oh, well, I know I'm not going to act on this memo or I'm not going to uh, do this task that I've been given because I don't want to see the president's agenda uh, uh, advancing. This is not this is not our imagination. These are people who have been in these uh, offices uh, telling us exactly what's going on. And then you have active opposition. You have people in these bureaucratic positions in the federal government who, if they're asked to do A, B, or C to advance uh, the agenda of the president, they'll do exactly the opposite. Undermining the efforts, trying to go in the opposite direction of the Make America First agenda. These people have a lot to answer for before the throne of God. In fact, let's pause here and pray. Lord God, we ask you right now to send the Holy Spirit, the light of the Holy Spirit on the swamp. We ask you right now, Lord God, that the people who are weighing down our, our government, Lord, and even in, the, the, even in this current administration, those that do not have the good of America at heart, Lord, send the light, the grace, the rays of, of your Holy Spirit and change things. And Lord, once we get in 2024 a Republican back in the White House, Lord God, we ask that the swamp will continue to be drained, that the deep state will continue to be exposed. As President Trump himself has said, he didn't even know how bad it was. Lord God, it's bad. It's deep. And it stinks to high heaven. And you know it, Lord God. You know it better than any of us. Lord God, send that Holy Spirit. Send that Holy Spirit into every dark corner of the federal bureaucracy. And if there are people there, Lord, that do not have the good of our country at heart, and if there will be people there, as we know there will be, once we do have a Republican president back in the White House and an America First agenda being carried out, Lord God, purify, purify the mechanisms of government that the purposes for which they were set up in the first place, the purposes for which you see, these many agencies are funded by our taxpayer dollars, Lord God, that they may accomplish what they were created to accomplish. And if they have no longer served their purpose, Lord God, let's abolish them. Give us the political will to abolish those agencies, those bureaucracies that are simply employing hundreds or thousands of people for no clear purpose. Lord God, purify us and save us from the misfortune of abusing or wasting the resources you place in our hands. Because, Lord, you are the one who blesses us with the resource of time. You are the one that blesses us with energy each day to work. You are the one who blesses us with intelligence and knowledge. You are the one who gives us the levers of opportunity, the levers of influence, the levers of government. You give people the, 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 the privilege of being involved in policymaking. Lord God, give them also the humility. Give them an appropriate fear of the Lord that being given these, these opportunities, 
They may tremble at the thought of wasting them. They may tremble, Lord God, at the thought of dropping on the ground the precious temporary opportunity you give them. And put, Lord God, in place, in every federal position, only the people who deeply appreciate the opportunity to shape public policy in the right direction and who will work like crazy to do so. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Isn't this a, a great and tremendous need, brothers and sisters? I mean, you know, we all know that there is a deep state. There's a deep church, too, by the way. I could speak about that as a priest. But there's a deep state. And, you know, we all know that. But this seminar I was at recently was really with a lot of the members of former members of the Trump administration. Really an eye opening uh, experience. I'm going to share more with you. Uh, in uh, upcoming programs about all that. I want to share more with you. I want to pray about one more thing. And again, you know this uh, uh, as well as I do. Uh, what's going on <clears throat> with our southern border, which is just non-existent in many places. Um, more than 40, this is a recent report from our friend Gary Bauer, more than 40 individuals whose names appear on the terror watch list were apprehended attempting to enter the United States illegally last year. 23 of them were caught at the southern border. Now, did you hear this in the major headlines? It should be big news, but it wasn't. Fox News, uh, which, of course, has disappointed us in many different ways. One of the good things they did, they legally demanded this information from the Department of Homeland Security. But big media, by and large, they turn a blind eye and a deaf ear. I don't know what's the matter with them. They, they don't, they don't, they don't. They're, they're the enemy of the people. As this man over here said, is that they're the enemy of the people. What progress we would make in making America great if we had an honest media, if we had a media really interested in journalism, 40 people on the terrorist. Let me ask you this. How many, how many terrorists does it take to enter the country, to come into your community or mine and cause damage? How many does it take? It really only takes one. And we've got these you know, millions of people unvetted coming over our southern border. Why? Are we trying to destroy this country? Is the Brandon administration trying, inviting on a silver platter, trying to get terrorists to come in? The level of absurdity here, the level of incompetence, the level of immorality is astonishing. And you really got to hate this country in order just not to care about what's going on here. So let's pray. Well, Father, you know, you know, Lord God, you know every person walking across the border of our nation. You know every one of them. 
You know their mind. You know their heart. You know their intentions. Lord God, you know their, their reasons for coming into this nation. You know who are our friends and you know who are our enemies. You know, Lord God, those that are tr simply seeking a better life for themselves. Lord God, we want to welcome immigrants into this nation. But give us the, the political will to insist that this be done legally, that this be done fairly and justly. Fair not only to the person trying to enter, but to all those online ahead of them. Give us fairness, Lord God, in this whole process. And Lord, you know the people on the terror watch list. You know what's in their minds and hearts. You know their plans and intentions. And Lord God, you know those that have already snuck into this country, gotten in because of the failure of this current administration, the morally reprehensible failure to make sure we know who's coming into this country and why. Lord God, we ask your protection. If anyone has come across this border, this practically non-existent border, with bad intention, if anyone has gotten into this country with plans to harm, to kill, and to destroy, Lord God, we ask right now that you set up a wall of protection so strong, so secure. Your wall, Lord God, as we wait for the a better administration to come and complete the great work that President Donald Trump and his team began in getting that wall built. Lord God, put your wall in place in the meantime and protect our children, our families, our communities, our streets, our businesses, our homes, our country. Protect us from the evil plots and schemes of terrorists from across the world that want to get in to our borders. Protect us, Lord God. Thwart their plans, their desires, their evil intentions, and in fact, bring them conversion of mind and of heart. Lord God, finally, bring conversion to our public officials responsible for the border and make them do something. Show them their responsibility to enforce the laws that already exist. Strengthen them to pass even better laws. And let them focus, Lord God, on their role in enforcing those laws. So we ask this to Christ our Lord. Amen. Let's pray the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. What a joy to be with you, friends. I want to pray for all your intentions, too. Blessings on your families, your health, your work, the decisions you need to make. Blessings on all of us and on our nation as we continue celebrating the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and praying for America. And God bless President Trump for continuing to lead this great movement. 
God bless Right Side Broadcasting Network for continuing to bring us all this content. God bless our team here at Priests for Life. We all want to connect with you. So follow Right Side Broadcasting at RSB Network on social media and follow me. You'll see my address on the screen there at FR Frank Pavone. Starting with Truth Social. I hope you're on Truth Social. President Trump will be sending out uh, some of his truth messages pretty soon. And uh, we look forward to that. We look forward to connecting on all these social media platforms. God bless you. Spread the word about our program. And we'll talk to you again soon. And we'll look forward to being together tomorrow night for the rally, the President Trump rally. And then we'll talk to you more next week. God bless. We have Richard Lee. We have uh, Jim Garlow. And we have Father Frank Pavone. Someplace there in the audience. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Follow him, Father Frank Pavone, F.R. Frank Pavone, on Twitter. He is the National Director of Priests for Life. Please go to priestsforlife.org. has been the end abortion podcast to learn more to help end abortion and to connect with us on social media visit endabortion.net